Wrench Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. With your hosts, Frank and Steve. It is time for another edition of Wrench Nation. Good afternoon, Frank. What is happening, people? Steve, how you doing, Steve? I'm awesome. I actually like the heat. I like the sun being high. It gives me more energy. It's been a long winter for us Phoenicians. And, and finally, the hottest day of the year. I think it hit 100 degrees officially today. It's darn great. My car was 101 driving in. You know, the funny thing is there's a lot of folks listening that cannot even relate to that triple digit. No, I know. What They're going that? like, it's 100 degrees in May? And on what, May 3rd? What's ridiculous is we're having casual right. conversation with the dude from Northern California. Yes, yes, exactly. Or, uh, your hometown somewhere out sure, in North, North Dakota. Dakota. And we're just saying... Well, yeah, it's going to be 100 freaking degrees today. And, and they look at you like, are you kidding? This is like like out like Mars They think you're lying. Especially well, when I go back and I say, oh, yeah, I just left 119 today. And we look and like, like we look like, hey, what is your problem? <laughs> it's 100 degrees. You live what is hell your problem? What? Uh, so rock on. We welcome you guys back every Wednesday. Uh, if you're listening to this uh, replay on the podcast, you guys rock. We got a jam-packed show today. Uh, show topic is a serious topic. It could be. We may not... Uh, uh, keep it serious as we do here on Wrench Nation, but uh, there's a lot of hootenannies on the internet with uh, mythical, mythical, Steve, mythical. These things, are they true or not about your car? Wow. Whether it's you're, you're trying to fix it. Right, you were talking about some of these this morning when you called in. You guys hang in there because we're going to cover some of the, I mean, this is like, what would, would you like, deadly stuff. Can I use my cell phone at the gas station? What the hell yeah. is the story with that? Yeah. Everybody or seems- do I even have to have my car turned off? Right. Really? I mean, because, you know, it's 110 degrees here in Arizona in the summer. We sit there going, we got to have that air. We got to sit in there while the car's filling. So we're going to cover some of that. We're also going to cover some of the legitimate concerns, you guys listening. Do I really need to change my oil every 3,000 miles? Okay. What is the story there? We're going to cover that. How about every 30,000? Uh, no. I tried that one. No, unless you're watching. There I was ended up uh, a blown engine. But well, there was a co- <laughs> there, there was a commercial. Four thousand eight hundred dollars later. You guys listening and hanging with us. I'm sure you've seen this commercial. Uh, I think it was. I don't know. If I haven't seen it lately. Five ten years ago, but they had these group of husky mechanics, like okay. old school husky mechanics, gathered around this engine block that was hooked up and running outside of the engine. Okay, somewhere in Alaska. Okay. And they ran the engine without oil for like eight weeks or what? It seemed really? like they just, and so I don't remember the name. It of, continued to run? It would run. So they, they used this chemical lubricant. Right. This is like mechanic in a bottle on steroids. All right. Available you, you, at you, Big Lots. You guys listening, we know you're smarter than that. At least listening right. to half of our show will tell you <laughs> no such thing as a mechanic in a bottle. And so that ran on. And you know how TV is. You see it over and over and over and again, and it's playing on you. Sure. And, and I'm watching this thing. Well, and he I'm, can do it. I can do it. Well, and and they and it was dramatic. It was in Alaska. Right. It was like they were. So in, what kind of a scam was it? I don't. I don't know that it. Well, yeah, yeah it had because yeah, be. no, yeah. You I mean, guys. that thing's gonna start knocking and ticking and everything. No. Now here's another thing. Before we go on, uh, there's another scam going on right now. You may Uh-oh. have been a victim of it, but everything in Google Docs. Everybody who's got Gmail. Oh, I got it today. Did you get them today? Don't open it. Oh God, I opened it, Steve. It is, did you really? I yeah. Did you put your password in? I didn't do any password. Okay, don't do that. I'm blaming the Russians. Okay, but exactly, <laughs> it's Putin's fault. What? But the this heck? is going around, ladies and gentlemen. I've seen it all over the news right now. 
if you have Gmail and you see something that says, I've sent you a document, open it, and you click on it, and it oh, says, enter your passwords, man. it's completely a phishing scam. One of the biggest ones ever. Don't fall for it. What are we going to do? My daughter looks at me. She says, Dad, you don't need email. You need snappity chabby chat. Snapchat. Oh, Snapchat, yeah. I'm like, what am I going to do with Snapchat? Yeah, I know. I have students I got, here that have it like crazy. I'm sure Tyler's on it all I gotta the time. Do, I got to do eight seconds of Snapchat and let you know how right. to fix your car. Eight <laughs> to seven. Well, you guys know that's our attention span I'll now. change the battery. Steve, our attention span is eight seconds. Well, my attention span's a little eight longer seconds. than eight seconds. But most people are eight seconds. Whose yes, you're fault right. is this? I'm going to blame YouTube. Uh, I would blame technology, Frank. Nintendo going way back. I mean, you're not really Nintendo because you had to play the games you had to concentrate for a long period of time. Gamers but are I smart. Think, I think when everything became on demand, Frank, and everything became like you can listen to what you want when you want, you can download and watch a movie when you want at your house, you don't have to wait anymore. I think that's how, how it all started. Well, I don't know what it is, but I tell you, regardless of our attention span, I'm pretty excited. You're excited. Uh, the Evit campus currently has some buzz. We are announcing. Yes. Uh, Should I get we, the drum roll ready? I'm telling you people, you guys come to us every week. And okay. if you're listening on. on iTunes, you're listening. Hang on. We have an announcement. We're pretty, pretty excited. Okay. Here, Here it, it is. is. Are you ready? Steve, you do the announcement. You're the radio god. Legend. Starting May 15th. It's ready. the Wrench Nation Evit Female Auto Technician Scholarship. This scholarship is intended to encourage females who are interested in a career in the automotive technology field. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Stop. Yes, yes, no, yes, yes, yes. that sounded like old school, man. Oh, Get excited. I was trying to be Don Pardo. No, you went. It was, I thought we were watching some Vietnam era newscast. Yo, you. You. No, yo, you. Yo, you. Who wants to be an auto tech? No. No? All right. Well, this is the gig, guys. This is what we're talking about. We're excited, and I'll tell you why we're excited. You guys know you've been with the show. This is like show number 60. Right. Um, this is all about us, man. We're a community, which sure. means your input means a lot. And a few shows ago, uh, quite frankly, we were super inspired by there were several women that whether they called in or whether they emailed us or got onto social media and said, hey, and this show is not the holy grail. Right. But they said, I'm excited. You reinvigorated. I want to get into the automotive business because right. whether A, I was always told I couldn't do it because I'm a female. Well, I met a young lady to high school just a couple weeks ago. Well, we're, we're done with that. Yep. So we are announcing a scholarship. Now, here's how it works. It's open to all adult females who are interested in attending EVIT for one school year, and you're going to train as an auto technician. All tuition is paid. All class fees paid completely for a year here at EVIT. It is free for any adult who's graduated high school or has a GED equivalent. This is exciting news, people. Now, Steve, we're going to launch this. We're going to have links to the website. Yep, May 15th is when it hits the website. We'll be talking about it more next week. That's on right. On the 10th, right. it'll be up on the website, but the applications will be available starting May 15th, and you have only two months two to tell months. all your friends, to tell anyone who might be interested in applying for it. July 16th is the cutoff date. And it's an amazing program. You know, this is a nationally ranked, um, in fact, the whole school. Look, it's not just automotive. Automotive is taking this national ranking. And you know what? I'll just tell you. I got a lot of mechanics. Big shout out to Lou Palimo. Uh, excuse me, Palomino. He got on to Facebook and oh, said, hey, Palomino, how you doing? hey, yo, he's related to Detroit and Betty yeah. Knuckles. But <laughs> Lou Palomino is a master mechanic, 16-year guy. All and right. again, this show is not perfect, man. We're just full of passion. We like to connect with people and get you out as much good information. Yep. And Lou gave us some good shout-outs, so big shout-outs back to Lou. But my point is this. I am tired. I am tired of listening to the noise. I think some of us, and we know the era of fake news, which suggests that, 
well, no, you can't go into the automotive business because it's greasy and it's and they don't and they don't get paid well or you'll, you crap all to that people. This is a it, it's amazing. We talk about the need for nurses. There is a huge need for a professional automotive technician. And I will tell you, all you gamers out there, you guys have to understand we are more network engineering. We're talking 100 million lines plus code. So, uh, you know, we had John Gardner out of Chippewa College uh, out of Florida, great automotive instructor, has a has a show on velocity, uh, very educational base, not too much horsepower, hot rod, sexy. But John is spreading the word. Wrench Nation is spreading the word. And guess who else, Steve? Mike Rowe. Dirty oh, job. I love Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe is the man. You know, he came out to Skills USA, which, you know, you were part yeah, of that, and yeah. sponsors all these contests here in the state. He came out and was the guest speaker at Nationals two years ago. He is just incredible. He really he was there last year. I would tell you he something. He gives back. He really does. Don't be fooled, people. Right now, there's a big, there, and I, the show's not, we're not we political. We get Mike on here one day. We're going to need to. We're working on yeah. it. Honestly, I am working yeah, on that. we can that. do that. Uh, and I think, I think we'd be humbled. And, uh, oh, speak absolutely. What an honor. To have, to have Mike Rowe. But Mike Rowe has a simple message. Right. For you guys listening. We got a lot of youngsters out there listening, and everyone is trying to figure out their path. You got a lot of. Uh, 30-somethings, 40-somethings, 50-somethings retraining. The fact is there is a huge demand for a respectable blue-collar slash technical-oriented position. Everything has a flavor of technical. But right now, if you guys can show up, have the ethic, and work. And speaking of that, we have Mr. Tyler Torres. Let's oh, round yeah. of applause. Hello there, Tyler. Tyler, hey, Tyler, former EVIT student and current employee of you. Right. We hired, look, we did some mentoring here at EVIT, and we continue to do that. And uh, Tyler came in, and we hired Tyler yep. as an entry-level technician. I will have you know that Tyler, over the last year, has accomplished lots of above and beyond certification. Ford, GM. Wow. He's working to get his ASC Master Technician certification. Wow. Now, for you guys listening, oh, I don't know. I went into my mechanic. I don't care about that. I'll have you know something. We don't need to be certified. There's no law that says we need to be certified, right. people. If you're listening to the show, you know we give you the tips. It's our community. And the fact is, your local mechanic does not have to be certified or licensed in this state and many other states. So why, Frank, should we want to be have a, a mechanic that's certified? Well, if I worked on your roof for a living, yep. and now I decide I'm going to be Joe's automotive right. on the thing, I, Next I, week, I'm cooking your I don't flaming need, I don't need to really have any, right. you know, now most good wrenches, guys and gals across the country, yep. uh, and I speak to the dealer level as well, right? The dealer right. level, there's there's certain franchise obligations, but Mr. Tyler Torres came to us as a hungry, young individual, and today, he had a wonderful write-up. Yeah, congratulations, Tyler. We're going to get it on the Wrench Nation Facebook. Tyler, tell us about the article. Let the world know, man. It's uh, just basically my story and uh, coming through EVIT and getting a job and one of the best jobs, my personal opinion, around. Oh, um, gosh. All right. Uh, what did, let uh, me ask you. Let me ask you yeah, something. Yeah, go ahead. Um, you're on your way. You're young. You're dedicated for sure. And I've asked you this before, and we've gained a lot of new listeners. What would you tell those out there right now, youngsters that are trying to come up in this industry, Give us just one fat, powerful sentence that works for you that really isn't reinventing the wheel that could work for them. Uh, go for it. Just go for it. Whatever it is, if it's automotive especially, YouTube, you can find schooling, anything, shoot for it. 
right in the this industry is awesome because people want to help you they want to see you succeed right well there you have it go for it so true because i know that the even program has a tremendous placement percentage yeah. I mean, just about everybody. There's, there's. If they go through EVIT, chances are you're going to at least get your foot in the door and have the have the opportunity to earn a paid position in a job. Right. And, and that's something that that Tyler obviously did. Right. And that hopefully the person that wins our scholarship. Right. Will be able to do as well. And a gig is this, guys. Uh, a lot of you listening. Um. You know, we look. We have a smorgasbord of listeners. We got a lot of wrenches listening. Uh. We've got a lot of uh, independent uh, garages, and we have dealership folks, and we have consumers you know that have chimed in and love the show and everything that we're doing here but i will tell you that if you are interested and you have some in, uh, you're aspiring to be a technician i i can personally tell you to reach out to me and i'll connect you with any reputable garage or dealership in the country that would be willing to sit down with you tour the garage smell the garage get a feel for that hang out with an automotive technician right and look, I'm not trying to paint a picture that our industry is I grew perfect. up around uh, a Ford dealership in North Dakota with my yeah. uncle. So now's the time if you're listening, people. And, uh, you know, that's that's the gig. So congratulations, Tyler Torres. You will recognize you, rock star. We have a phone caller. Ten-year-old Dominic is on the phone. Hello, Dominic. What is happening, Dominic? Hi. Hi. What are you calling for? The car show. You calling yeah. for the car show? Do you like cars? Yeah. Yeah, what's your favorite kind of car? I, do you, <laughs> Ferrari. A Ferrari. A Ferrari. Well, I'll have you know, Mr. Dominic, that Ferrari is high on our list as well. That yes. is a beautiful looking car. Do you own one? Does mommy and daddy own one? Sadly, no. No, oh. there's mom. Hi, mom. Hi. <laughs> Hi, mom. How you doing today? We're good. Good. What's your first name, mom? Shauna. So you guys listen to Ranch Nation, do you? We do. Very nice. Got any questions about the cars? No questions right now. No questions. Just calling to say hi. I will tell you what, Mom. You bring Dominic down to my garage there, Chandler and Dobson Desert Car Care. I'll give him a tour. Uh, And if you can get in there in the next couple days, uh, we got a beautiful 1926 Model T. Wow. uh, Lots of chrome. And I would love, it would be my honor to give Mr. Dominic a tour of our garage. Yeah, we'll give you some prizes, too, for calling in today. You want some Comic-Con tickets or Domino's Pizza? Which one? Comic-Con tickets. All right. All right. (laughs) Bree, hook them up with Comic-Con tickets. Give them whatever they need for their family, all right? We got Thursday and Friday. You get both tickets. You can go Thursday and Friday, the 26th and 27th. All right. Do we have any news? We got to update people We got news, people. All right. You know, yep, very serious news, people. Uh, This may be a positive for the consumer. U.S. car sales in April fell 4.7%. Wow. Now, they've been on this huge rise. They've had a seven-year run. Uh, So we're talking to Detroit 3, Toyota, Nissan, Honda. Hyundai failed to really counter skid with these trucks. And, uh, you know, the numbers are really, really um, probably a starting point to where there's going to be some reinvention, people. You can only give so many wheels and deals. Right. Um, the other thing we talked about a few shows ago is that you've got 23% increase in 2018 of used cars. That's right. So when obviously basic, uh, I see a lot economy, of those used car dealers popping up now. I mean, more and more all the time. And you will, there will be a glut. And now they're talking about that new vending machine. They want to put in Tempe, 
right over here by the Loop 202 with used cars in it. Now, that would be interesting. That would be very strange. That's like the, if you go to L.A. or New York or <laughs> I think Japan, right? Um, they have the, you don't just like park your car on the no, side. No, you got to park it in a vending machine, basically. They, they give you like this right. rotisserie of cars. So it's interesting. I will tell you, uh, in regard to the drop in new car sales, there were a few exceptions, and I thought those were pretty interesting, guys. Uh, Mitsubishi Motors, they had an increase. Um, it looks like uh, Jaguar. Uh, there were a few exceptions to this big drop. So I think it's going to be a win for the consumer because when there is uh, a whole lot of gluttony of stuff, uh, you know, prices have a tendency to drop. So uh, that's your news there. And uh, we got some shout outs. We got some very special shout outs. And in fact, one of the individuals who is we're grateful and honored to have on here next segment. You guys need to stay tuned. We got Mr. Humble Mechanic. Yeah, we Humble. got him coming up. HumbleMechanic.com. We talk about YouTube kind of being the Wild West. Humble Mechanic is the straight and skinny on YouTube. He's going to join us second segment. He's a Volkswagen master mechanic. Got a lot to say about the internet car myths. We're going to talk about that. And uh, my gal, Bogey. I got to give a round of applause. Bogey of 180 Automotive, of course. She has the all-girls garage on uh, Velocity. I think she's celebrating fifth or sixth season. I want to spread the word. Let's help Bogey out. She's got a great project uh, going on. Uh, she has got the build of the Chevy Montage. And, and what's really cool is that she's got women from the community, women from the industry. It's a women's build that's going to be premiered at SEMA. You guys go help out Bogey. She's trying to raise some funds. You know, these things cost money. Indiegogo.com is where you can uh, find Bogey. And uh, there are your shout-outs for All today. All right. We'll be back in just a moment here on Wrench Station. Don't go anywhere on 88.7 The Pulse. Of course, your calls and text always at 480-655-8870. The Humble Mechanic next on The Pulse. Wrench Nation Car Talk on 88.7 The Pulse. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. With your hosts, Frank and Steve. Yes, it is Wrench Nation on an awesome Wednesday, 100-degree afternoon. On the phone with us, our special guest today, Charles, the humble mechanic. Hello, Charles. What is happening, Mr. Humble Mechanic? What's up, fellas? How are we doing today? Good, brother. It First and foremost, we got to let the people know, because a part of our show today, straight up, is talking about the myths. And I will announce to everybody right now, Humble Mechanic is a diehard master technician. Please tell us, Mr. Humble Mechanic, tell us a little bit about your history. Wow. Uh, so, travel back in time, circa, I guess, 2003, a uh, little bit tired of the retail game that I had been working for years and years and years. Gotcha. Got, uh, got a crazy hair and decided to go to automotive tech school. Uh, had always been casually into cars, I guess, but more of like the technology stuff. You know, I am definitely not the kind of person that can rattle off what kind of engine a 77 whatever had and, uh, or anything like that. I, I, I just kind of nerd out on the technology, but Anyway, I got kind of interested in that, went to tech school, decided that working with VW would be a, a good career path. Big and, company. Uh, a lot of people don't realize Volkswagen is a huge, huge company. The biggest car company in the world. Oh. And I wanted you to say that because that's what I understand. Some folks don't realize, even, even behind this diesel gate, Volkswagen still has some brand loyalty, and they're huge. They're huge. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, one of the really cool things that, that sort of, let me or helped me fall in love with the brand is that 
just about everybody has a VW story of some kind. (laughs) And it has a story, dude, you're right. Like you talk to Um, somebody that owns a Mitsubishi, there ain't no story behind him. It's just, uh, yeah, that's my Mitsubishi Galant. That's it. But you get, you're so right, dude. You get, you get somebody with a Volkswagen. There's like life making history. (laughs) Yeah, literally. I don't know if you guys saw that new Atlas commercial, but yeah, literally life. making. There you go. Right. That's yeah. And they've come a long way since Herbie. (laughs) i really do love that about the brand that it has such a cool history and you know everybody's sister or friend in high school or mom or grandma had a volkswagen of some kind sure um so you know it's a really cool brand with a with an interesting history uh i i definitely was not a vw enthusiast going in ah interesting um but i i slowly adopted uh that as part of my lifestyle uh, and it's kind of landed me there today. So uh, I had been wrenching on VWs professionally for a little over 13 years at the dealership level. Uh, seen a lot of leaps in technology uh, dating back to, you know, 2004, which back in 2004, most of the technology was actually about 99, 2000 technology. Right. Uh, it, for anyone familiar with the brand and, and some of the history in that mid-2000s era, I first started working with Volkswagen, or I should say on Volkswagen, because it wasn't actually with Volkswagen, uh, right when the Torag came out, right oh, when yeah. the 04 Torag launched, which had a significant amount of challenges. Well, that was like the GM Pontiac Aztec. We needed an economy to collapse. To basically <laughs> basically tell all the all the dudes and dudettes in the White Castle of Detroit that maybe we do make a crappy car, <laughs> you yeah, know. Well, the the thing is, I mean, it was an incredible machine. It just had a lot of bugs, and there was a lot sure. of differentness. We'll say to it a lot of updates. You know, I, yeah, yeah. I uh, I learned like that's the car I learned how to fix cars on. So it was actually an incredible experience. I was going to say that's the way to learn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the challenge. Yeah. Trial by fire for sure. Uh, so yeah. You know, years and years and years of fixing Volkswagens in, uh, in 2011, I decided that this crazy amount of VW repair experience that I had uh, might have some value to the world, you know, beyond just the, the small fishbowl of the dealership that I worked in. So, I hopped online and tried to help people out with uh, with their VW problems. And, and I got to tell the listeners, if, and especially you guys uh, catching this, uh, maybe replaying on the podcast, wherever you're finding us, iTunes and such, do yourself a favor. I, and, I, and, and you guys know listening, there is a lot of noise out there. You got to check out Humble Mechanic. He does an amazing job laying it out in plain English. Um, and you've got a couple of projects, and we're going to dive into the car myths here in a little bit. Um, but I, I just really want to turn the world on to what you're doing because you're doing phenomenal things. And you've got the white Wookiee. Yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I oh, followed yeah. it, and I'm like, I love it because it's a, it's a pretty cool story. And what I like about what you're doing, there's no fluff, man. If there's a bad hair day with the cylinder head, it's a bad <laughs> hair day. You're sharing that. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've uh, we, We've hit some bumps in the road along the way, some that I – you know, definitely didn't expect to see. And that's really one of the things that I wanted to bring with this project. You know, it's not the first project that I've done on the blog, but it's really the first project that I've documented in video form. And it, it, it's real life. You know, I, I, 
I think there's some amazing shows out there and a lot of really cool stuff on TV. But I think one thing that they leave out is some of the real struggles that happen. And it almost gives people this false idea of what it's really like to have a project car. I mean, there's everything from finding bearing damage that there was no sign of any, you know, any kind of damage to maybe being a little discouraged about the whole project because you're you're deep in it financially. You're well, deep it's in like it it's like a surgeon, right? You walk into the surgeon, uh, or I should say ER, right? And you had some meatballs, and you're like, eh, I'm just going to get a little whatever, antacid. And then they come to you and say, nah, dude, you need surgery, open heart right now. <laughs> but I think, I think the biggest thing, and, and I'll just throw out the names, you know, Eric the Car Guy, Engineering Explained, I think the real yep. and raw about presenting that as it is and not some polished script is that, you know what, fixing cars is fascinating, it's interesting, but you better have the, well, this is a job for tomorrow morning and we'll get back yeah. at it, you know, because you do have to, I think the biggest message, a lot of our listeners do work on their own stuff and they work on their rides and they get frustrated and it's like, oh gosh, you know, and sometimes you got to walk away and what I really admire what you're doing with the humble, humblemechanic.com, your website and certainly the YouTube channel is just amazing, is that you're, you're really giving folks that, hey, you know what, the real of it is sometimes you do have to just walk or step back and get back at it with a fresh view. You know, Tyler's in studio, Charles, and Tyler's one of our youngsters. He's up and coming on his way for AAC certifi- uh, certification. Right. He gets the, uh, the training and stuff. And one of the, I mean, it, it, and it really isn't sort of uh, black and white written rule, but it's the culture of our garage is that, A, we'll never rush anything. No one will ever yell at us. We need to get it right before it leaves the garage. But more importantly, if you kind of take time out, take time out. And I think, I think the consumers can appreciate, they can see a difference if they go to a dealership or they go to a local garage, they can feel the energy of, and that vibe of, you know what, I know this is going to be right before it leaves. And there's some culture going on here in this garage. Yeah, that's one of the things that I think, and, and communication in that aspect is, one one of the most important things in obviously in the world but in the automotive industry is so important but two i really think it's one of the things that is lacking the most in the automotive world you know there are so many things so much gray area so much unknown and so many really hard challenging problems um that the average customer really doesn't understand the scope of and oftentimes us as professionals, you know, maybe perhaps not us as professionals, sure. but the industry as a whole, I think, tends to maybe undersell some of the challenges and some of the struggles. We don't, that we don't really present the take. package. What happens is, and I, I go, I, 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 I think it's safe to use the medical uh, analogy. So when I walk into an ER or perhaps I'm getting a procedure done, like I'm smelling clean. I'm looking at everything clean. I'm looking at expensive multi-million dollar equipment. I've already sized up. I mean, they're, they're, the guy could come into there as a surgeon and scare the crap out of me. Maybe he doesn't look that professional, but because that environment looks pretty tight and dialed in, I'm comfortable. And I think we right. could do a better job. I think part of that communication is, is you know what? You, you should have a presentable environment, to say the least, right? Um, not that we're trying to create a facade. So um, you do many things on that front. And I know as a Volkswagen tech, hey, give the folks an idea. What's an average dealership technician getting per year by way of hours of training? What's it take? 
Oh boy. Um, you know, there, there are minimum requirements in the instructor led world just to retain your certification. And that's usually, I would say three to five days, depending on the course minimum, uh, instructor led. And then you're talking, you know, 30 hours plus of online training. Just, and that's like the minimum that you have to do to be certified for the year. But if, you're the type of technician that really wants to be successful. It's far beyond that. Far beyond. Yeah, no name doubt. Name the hours, yeah. name the days of, of training put in, right. and you could be there. I want to say the master level certification requires something like 1,200 or so instructor-led hours of training, not to mention all the online. <laughs> and let's face it, not to you know discount the day-to-day learning on oh, yeah. the cars and on the job Absolutely. and on the fly Absolutely. to to earn, to really earn that title of master certified, you know, whether it's a brand certification like mine or like Tyler's going for ASE. Right. To me, it's it's more than a piece of paper. It's I've earned this. Well, there's right a sense of pride. And I, and I think the tech. consumer, you know this, uh, Charles, you, you've been in situations where the consumer can see that. They know when they got a schlep in front of them. They know when oh, this is hubba bubba working under the tree. And there's this. <laughs> and, and most consumers are, are, are going to shy away from that, uh, no matter how many uh, fish tanks and nail salons you have in your little place to create a facade. Uh, dealing with people uh, front level, uh, you know, the communication's huge, and people get a sense of that. So before we dive into the myths, uh, and I'm hoping, do we have you for third segment? Can you hang? I am here for the duration. You rock, brother, because I've got Mr. Jeff Buckley coming up. I want to tease this out. We got, actually, we're going to do it right now. All right, who do we got? Is this Mr. Jeff Buckley? It is Mr. Jeff Buckley from Texas. Well, all right. Hello, guys. <laughs> What's happening, Jeff? Jeff oh, Buckley. Oh, just uh, listening to all your uh, your stories and stuff, and I, I do want to uh, reaffirm the shout-outs to John Gardner and to Mike Rowe. Those are both just really great guys. And we know you worked with Mike Rowe. Um, and before we get into these myths, we're going to let everybody know we've got Mr. Jeff Buckley, uh, Midlothian, Texas, just south of Texas, runs an amazing family-run independent automotive service center. And you had a chance to work with Mike Rowe. Um, before we dive into these myths, tell us, Mr. Mike Rowe, is he as passionate as he is uh, on camera, off camera kind of thing? He is just as, as nice. And, and I'm just uh, just so humbled to even uh, have my name associated with in the same sentence with his, much less be on the in the picture on the same page with him. <laughs> yeah, he, he just really is, and and uh, this real, really nice guy. But he does uh, really, um, you know, you got he puts out the word that you don't have to go to college, that you can, you know, you can do a trade school because you know, it used to be people would graduate from high school and then okay, well, do I go? Uh, off to work and and somehow or another everybody thinks oh I got to go to college now and that's just that's just not the the, the plan for everybody right it's just not the avenue for everybody right right so Jeff we're gonna dive in and and Charles hang with us of course we got Charles HummelMechanic dot com check him out also on YouTube there's a lot of hoot nannies on on uh, I was gonna say Craigslist but yeah Craigslist as well <laughs> uh, YouTube I've been saying that a lot with Craigslist because you got to be careful there. But uh, oh, so yeah. let's paint the scenario. Uh, one of the things, and we'll start a little, we'll start in the weeds a little bit. Uh, <laughs> let's just do it because a lot of our folks are listening and they, they kind of, they, they probably want to know too. Does baloney actually 
ruin the paint on your ride. Now I'm thinking, who the heck is putting? <laughs> Not I mean, turkey bologna, only beef, right? Why, you know? So um, I imagine it depends brand to brand too, like only right, right. Maybe. <laughs> you know, bar, bar S, Mike, because it's a dollar. But Oscar Mayer, no way. Don't mess with Oscar Mayer, because <laughs> I yeah. But I I read guys the interesting thing about. I mean, of course. Not many people are doing the bologna thing. They may do eggs, um, you know, well, uh, celebrating prom. Have you guys seen eggs cause problems with paint? Tell us about oh, the yeah. eggs. I'm actually a certified uh, paint body, and, and I used to paint quite a <laughs> bit. And we would see them come in, you know, with the eggs and the, the whole thing on the eggs. So, Jeff, is it too late? What can people do? If, if I threw an egg at your car and I, and oh, yeah. I came home eight hours but a day. What? Real quick. <laughs> You got to get it. So I got like real quick, like 30 minutes or else it's disastrous or what? What's real quick? Oh, it's as quick as you can. The ones that set overnight, most of the time it's already done the damage. But but I have to say, I have never had a car come in. You know, you have cars come in that's been egged, but I've never had one come in that's been baloneyed. Well, I know. I just <laughs> thought that was good radio. You know, a little baloney action. Uh, one out of a million would try that. And I'd probably be that one out of a million to put a little baloney on your bumper. Right, exactly. <laughs> Uh, I will chime in, guys. The fact is that um, the source of, uh, which includes bologna, um, they say is fa- uh, phosphoric. Sh- oh gosh, phosphoric acid. Leave it to me to get this. Phosphoric acid. Thank you very much, you <laughs> scholar. Uh, the key is uh, peanut butter, bologna, soda, any food that contains this phosphoric acid right. uh, will actually peel the paint. I think some. Some body shops on the south side may use peanut butter to strip out a car if they don't. <laughs> but um, so be careful with that. Eggs, you mentioned, Je- uh, Jeff. Now, listen, guys, I've got, uh, you know, Charles, home of mechanic, master mechanic. We got master mechanic. We got a lot of master mechanics on today. Um, tell us about the 3,000 mile oil change. I'd like to start with you, Mr. Charles, home of mechanic. Your thoughts, please, oh, about myth, that. Myth or fact. Um, so he, I actually have kind of two sides to this. Uh, I just want to ring a buzzer. Is it myth or fact? <laughs> okay. It is both because you can't always change your oil every three All right. I rang miles, both. But, okay. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not necessary anymore. Oil is so much better. Manufacturing yeah. process is so much better. Filters are so much better. 3,000-mile oil changes is really overdoing it, in my opinion, technically. But the other side of that is for as inexpensive – as an, as an oil change is, oh gosh, it's a really cheap insurance policy. Yeah. So well, I think three thousand is too often. Doing it a little more often than the book maybe says, I really don't think so. Because right, my truck right now says eight thousand. Well, let me let me chime in on. Go this. ahead, yeah. M- Mr. Buckley. Give us the Texas showdown lowdown. The thing is, is you have to look at uh, number one, number two. Number one is where you're getting that oil from, and number two is how do you drive. Because we have a widow woman, or you have a stay-at-home mom, right. and she just drives up and picks up the kids. So she turns off the car while she's waiting in line. The child comes out, gets back in the car, and they drive back home. And it's just a neighborhood school, so they don't really put a lot of miles on the car. And it's, it's just this car doesn't warm up. Um, I can tell you a story of one that we had that uh, bragged that it was like, okay, it takes me 90 seconds to get from my house up to the school, and the car sits there. And so then when he comes home, it's 90 seconds. He starts his car, and he can be home in 90 seconds. Right. A car like that doesn't get warm enough. It doesn't uh, get hot enough to boil the contaminants out of the engine, out of the oil. 
and in those places like that, if you're just going up to the quick lives using the, the, the cheap oil and the cheap filter, you do need to get it changed. Right. And, uh, I think both. I think all of us can agree that definitely. I mean, with with the advent of man-made blends and additives and all that greatness, it's a win for the consumer. But I, I'm I was feeling that Charles, you were also gonna say something to the effect of be careful, don't rely if you're going at five seven thousand miles, don't turn it into ten fifteen because of that carbon. I know Volkswagen's had some issues with that. Toyota had sludging. You guys understand that. No, look, changing oil is not rocket science, but getting into the local garage or dealer for at least show some love with a flashlight inspection, uh, that is huge. And so um, we don't want to we don't want to get too lackadaisical, um, you know, with that. Charles, you've seen a lot of carbon buildup on. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell the <laughs> we got a lot of Volkswagen listeners. Become what can they specialty. do? I know I can imagine. Uh, Walnut is is you probably have a little. Box of walnuts, do you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell the listeners, I think this is important since we're talking about oil changes, um, especially with certain platforms, uh, specifically here with Volkswagen. If you're not timely on the oil changes, um, talk to us about what could be costly. Yeah. So, you know, carbon buildup both in the engine, you know, as, as the oil breaks down, as well as on the backs of the intake valves on the the turbocharger rect injection, both can result in, in pretty expensive repairs. Um, the the carbon buildup on the backs of the intake valves is, at least for the foreseeable future, is really just going to become part of normal maintenance. Yes. You know, anywhere from 40 to 60K, we're pulling intake manifolds, we're walnut blasting and getting all that gunk and grime off of there. I want to slow it down uh, a little bit real quick, and I don't mean to interrupt, but I, I've got to, I want to just bring it back a little bit. For you guys that understand that, you know, carbon is sort of a natural byproduct of engine oil and gas, and it is sort of a black broccoli. And no, you cannot just pour stuff in your gas tank and get rid of all the carbon. Now, um, you know, that's a fact. This is a deep cleaning, sort of uh, blowing the engine's nose. And what what Charles is mentioning, guys, is that uh, Volkswagen will have a specific buildup of that carbon, which requires mechanical work sort of you know if you can picture a steel brush they you know steel brush can be a part of it but tell us about that walnut shell if volkswagen um listeners are going to go into the dealer what can they expect with that cleaning uh for that yeah so it's actually in the vw world um there's a lot of places that don't use walnut bmw right. and mini cooper have developed an incredible tool uh specifically for using walnut or soda media to basically like sandblast, sandblast, uh, yeah, sandblast this carbon buildup out. VW doesn't have, surprisingly, doesn't have a special tool for that. But a lot of dealerships and a lot of indie shops have adapted either the BMW tool, which again is super fantastic, or sort of created their own. And it's it's very much we're you know think of sandblasting. We're we're going in, we're sandblasting it, getting at all that carbon junk and uh, grime out of there vacuuming it up, cleaning it up, putting some treatment in the fuel. Uh, you know, you mentioned putting treatment in the fuel tank's not going to fix it. You're 100% right. Standalone, also, right, that yeah. Stuff that goes into the intake stream, once it's built up to a level where you're going to, you know, maybe experience cold start misfires or reduce fuel economy, that's not going to get it done either. You right. really have to go in there and manually remove 
all that junk to do the right thing to do so, it the right way. Jeff, I've got a question in terms of this carbon buildup. We know that uh, Charles had just mentioned it. It may just be part of that 40, 50 K. How can folks prevent? What am I doing now driving my car? That's really going to promote this buildup that may just cost me excessively. Give us some tips there. Well, you know, like Charles says, if it, if it gets into where it's, uh, you know, a, a normal maintenance, like a, a 40 or 60,000 mile maintenance, then um, it, it's not necessarily something that you can do because it, it's just happening. Well, why is it happening? Well, number one is, is, you know, when we're talking about oils, it's using the different grades of oils. If you're not using the, the quality oil, you know, the, the other thing is that, you know, you have vapor, nothing vents to the air anymore. So if your engine is producing uh, oil vapors and, and then that's being sucked back into the intake, and that's what Charles is telling you that they're removing to clean, then, you know, it's like, okay, well, what do we do or how do we, how do we prevent some of that? And it's by using the quality products, by using the quality oil, well, um, you know, I'm- by using quality uh, filter and, and, and doing your regular maintenance so that instead of putting it off and then, you know, it costs you more later. And I got to tell the folks listening, and, you know, this show is not about preaching. Uh, you know, we, we said that from day one, we're not preaching. But, man, when it affects your wallet and it affects the possibility of taking out some of that college tuition for your children, do as, as we're saying, people. Uh, PM is huge. It's like teeth cleaning. Uh, cavities are teeth cleaning. And so uh, speaking of this, I you know, a lot of folks uh, – can kind of, you know, they, they're filling up their gas situation. We talked about gas affecting a lot of things. Now, I want to save some money. Should I? There's this Internet thing that says if I fill up in the morning, I'm going to get more money out of my gasoline. <laughs> now, um, to lead the, the listeners to the, we're talking temperatures, is I just want to ring the buzzer or the clean, clean, win, win. Is this true or false? Filling up in the morning gets me better gas mileage. True or false, guys? I'm going to say that it is true, but in an amount that's so minor that it's not <laughs> worth about. Unless you're Elon you Musk. Never that. Wait a minute. If you're Elon Musk, where he needs every cent to get to the Mars mission, right. critical <laughs> MPG. Okay, so if you're filling your space shuttle up, then yes, you're <laughs> yeah. For yeah. the rest of us that aren't, you know, that or aren't, you know, trying for world record type <laughs> hypermiling deals. Uh, put fuel in your car when it's you know it hits a quarter of a tank, so you don't have to worry about getting stuck on the side of the road when you run out of fuel. Not necessarily in the morning. Yeah, and 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 that's the gig, guys. You 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 have a very very minor improvement. The fact is that most of these storage tanks are all temperature temperature controlled anyway underground, and you know that's where the misleading part is. Like you know if I'm I'm in Alaska and I can fill up when it's forty as opposed to forty below, will it make a difference? We forget that those storage tanks are they're all temperature controlled, they're underground, they're very strictly regulated. Sure. So um, another one um, is, and this is big, everybody's on their cell phones, hopefully not driving and texting because shame on you, but can I fill up my ride and be on my cell phone, and the engine's off, engine's off, but can I be on my cell phone, fill up the gas, and go start my car Will it explode from some radio frequency issues? What do you guys think? Because that's out there on the internet. Well, <laughs> Jeff, what do you think? Well, you had 
I'm going to defer on that one. <laughs> All right, because that's a you don't want to be liable. People start doing that, and you say, you know, it has to do with the, you know if you're putting up. I don't know that it's radio frequency, but you know, uh, static, static spark. So spark. static. Okay, yeah. static's yeah. a problem, right, guys? Static is a problem. Because they say, you know, okay, don't uh, hop out of your car and and uh, put gas in your car and then hop back in and slide across the seat, you know, because then that's where you're getting some static. So Yeah, I think it's safe bet. Let's just establish the baseline. Shut your car off when you're filling up the I've fuel. I've never seen anybody blow up because but the car's off. The car's on. The limited research, Charles and Jeff, <laughs> that I did, and, and trust me, it was limited. I'm, yeah, I'm not... You know, this isn't, uh, we're not creating an Oprah platform here, but most <laughs> would say that, and actually limited research is still respectful. This is coming from some of the uh, uh, folks like NHTSA and some of our uh, regulated bodies, federal government-wise. There hasn't been a single case where a cell phone has actually caused a vehicle to explode in the gas station. Exactly. For the record, uh, you can yeah. take that up. Yeah. I'm going to go with that one, too. Me, too. I, I, I've been on my phone hundreds of times at the gas station and never had a problem. Never have a that problem. That being said, yes. be sure to follow all the safety regulations. and. Uh, I love that. The disclaimers. <laughs> I love that. That are posted. That's it. Well, hey, listen, guys. We're going to wrap it up. I want, before we wrap up, Charles, humble mechanic, where can folks find your straight and skinny goodness of automotive uh, repair and tips? Where can they find you? Best ways to go to HumbleMechanic.com or search Humble Mechanic on YouTube, and you can find me. Really, if you search Humble Mechanic just about anywhere, you'll probably stumble into me one way or another. And i got to tell you guys, um, Humble Mechanic is the genuine real deal. Uh, skip it all. Get down to Humble Mechanic and check. He's got some great vlogging and videos and podcasts. And we'll do this again, Mr. Humble Mechanic. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Folks. Enjoy and appreciate your time. And Mr. Buckley out of Texas, where can folks find you? They can find me at the shop. The easiest way is uh, on Facebook. Uh, and they have to be sure and put in my father's shop certified auto repair. And, of course, uh, like Combo Mechanic, we're on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Yes. So shout out to, to all of that, too. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks for being on Wrench Nation today. Thank you, guys. All Rock right, on. Have a great night. All right. Before we take a break, Tyler wanted to say something. What do you got, Tyler? I had a question for both of them, actually. Oh. <laughs> all right. Well, so they may be Next listening. time. Next time. All next right. time. All, all right. right. We'll be back on Wrench Nation here on 88.7 The Pulse. Bolt-on Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have bolt-on technology software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates and repair information at your fingertips info at boltontechnology.com wrench nation car talk on 88.7 the pulse call or text your questions now 480-655-8870 with your hosts frank and steve this is wrench nation don't forget 480-655-8870 if you ever have any phone calls or any uh, any questions you have, if there's something wrong with your car, some noise happening that you don't know what's going on, or you just want maybe a second opinion, make sure you call it 480-655-8870. And, you know, we're just going to recap. If you've, you know, we're talking about some of these car myths, and, you know, we did our best. Actually, did our best means that ultimately we ended up at some government agency to find the facts through scientific data. Uh, not always the case. Some of this you just don't find. Uh, and so... Eggs, if you got bombed with eggs, get it off right away because you're in trouble. Bologna, not so much, although phosphoric acid-based, right. 
peanut butter, all that stuff. Now, listen, don't get any ideas out there, guys. Don't don't try to play any pranks. That's not what it's designed for. And then, no, you can't blow up your ride if you got a cell phone and you're gonna you're gonna use it at the at while you're filling so what up is the, the gas. What, what is the caution though? Because they always static. say turn your car off. Turn it off. Is static. that static too? Static. Or is it the fact that if there's a fire because your car is well, started, it's going to be worse? The reality for it. is, They'll suck it through it. The gas tanks, the stations have right. a immediate cutoff valve. They right. know as consumers, we're not too bright. We're going to do. We're going to try sure. to blow stuff up. Have you ever driven away from a gas pump and pulled the the, the hose right off? I have. Yeah, and I, I oh maybe Greg. <laughs> we got maybe Greg Buckley. Yeah, chime on the in. phone yeah. with us from Delaware. It is our blue hand. Hey, hey, Hello, hey. Mr. Greg Buckley. What is hey, happening, Greg? Guys, <laughs> I, I want to apologize to everybody for being a little bit late. I was just oh, you're fine. Bologna, my bologna sandwich. I yeah, see how you are. Here you go. Get away. Don't Stay drop away. it on your car. Watch Greg in the no, middle of the... No, no, no. I'm going to cook it in my car. I'm going to take my <laughs> exhaust manifold, wrap it up. I'm going to have a hot bologna sandwich. There Actually, it's go. 100 degrees here. We can just throw it on our hood and we'll yeah, do it on the way home. Yeah, We do it. So, Greg, hey, great uh, stuff, great stuff. Ever. Yeah, it is. You know, I think, uh, you know, a good part of the show, of course, not perfect as we try to slice and dice through the straight and skinny. And the Internet can be the Wild West, mix in some Russian, some fake news. And oh, my goodness, I got the wrong information. <laughs> so um, and for folks listening, you know, Greg has been an amazing contributor. You can always count on him here at the fourth quarter. And Greg and, and our listeners, we're working on two hours if you guys want to hang with two awesome. hours, it's coming soon. It, it's coming soon. We've All been right. talking about it. Alrighty. But uh, Greg Buckley at Buckley's Auto Care out of Delaware, Wilmington. Uh, Greg, there's another situation uh, that, um, you know, I've talked to folks and I'm sure you have over the years. Um, and this is all to do with washing my car. Um, mm-hmm. Can I get away with using like detergent, like dishwashing. Like no, not no. Tide. No, we're not like that Dawn far. dish soap. Can I use my dit? I want to just grab the Dawn. Yeah. Put it in a little bucket. And can I use this dish? Like, I don't really know the answer to this. Can I use the dishwasher liquid? Can folks do that? Will it damage well, paint? I, I don't think the dishwasher is a very mild situation. I, I don't, don't think, think so. It's coarse, will. isn't it? <laughs> right. I don't think you'll damage it. You know, you may not get it as as clean or the residues and the dirt and the debris and grime off as right. well as you would use a special compound. Um, Be and safe. I don't believe you'll hurt the paint at all. I mean, yeah, well, they yeah. use it on I ducks. Well, they get oil on them. You can use it on ducks. I, yeah. I wash my... I, I, Give my cat a bath in with Dawn. Yes. You know? Mobile, you know, mobile. With fleas, so. Big Exxon Valdez. They use like 2,000 <laughs> tons go. of that stuff. There you go. But I will hey, tell you folks. Know what? <laughs> go ahead. I want, you know what? You guys got on the gasoline. Can I just, can I just make Please it? Please right? help yeah, us. Go ahead. Help I, us. I mean, I was in the fuel business. You know, our family's in the fuel business for over 40 plus years. Set now, us when it comes to When it comes to static, static is, is definitely an issue. And okay. typically in your colder climates and you're more arid you know where uh, there's no humidity okay um and here it's usually in the cold you can slide across or you can actually just drive along and you're going to create a static charge in yourself when you get to open the door um you sh- typically you do it anyway but grabbing the door on the way out you discharge yourself oh now, i know that ford had a huge problem in their Taurus uh lines for a while and it, it would be You'd rub across the carpet or get it, just really just get out of the car, and you'd have a heck of a charge. Now, you will discharge yourself, and it doesn't really affect the fuel. It's very rare that something like that would ever happen. However, there are instances where people will put uh, uncapped fuel in the back seat of their car. Oh. You know, so they fill them up, they're filling up the lawnmower, okay. and 
all of a sudden, you know, they, they say, oh, I'm only going down the road. Uh, you know, my windows are rolled up. Well, all the fumes that are escaping from that settle to the bottom. The, the vapor fuel will come out. The vapor will yeah. fill the bottom of the fuel of the of the floor pan where your feet are. So as you slide across and you open up, you do have a, po- a better possibility oh, that's of a... creating wow. an incident. So the key is you can make the myth become reality by being stupid. Oh, gosh. Carrying, and not containing the fuel that you get for your lawnmower and stuff like that. you got to contain it, yeah. you got to contain it. Or so, else it's a roadside you know, bomb. That's not good. All you wanted to do right. was cut the grass on a Saturday morning, <laughs> you and you just blew up. That, so. We don't need the Baghdadi. the whole cornfield. That's it. So, right. <laughs> all right. Well, you know what? Thanks for setting us straight, because I actually over the years we've had, we've had many people with some of these questions, and and uh, a lot of our listeners want to know the details. You know, we talked about the yeah. oil, chain myth, oil change myth. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a new day, at least for the last 10, 15 years. Would you say that 3,000 miles is not, is not the interval? Uh, you can probably be, safe five to 7,000 miles on an oil change. Greg, Absolutely. I didn't get a chance to ask uh, Mr. Charles, humble mechanic, or Jeff Buckley. A lot of our listeners are saying, okay, I get the Internet's a little wild westy. How can I... Find the truth. What tips would you have um, if I am looking to do business with a dealer or a local garage? What you know? What some of those ingredients for success as a consumer? What can I do? Well, first off, you should you should consult your owner's manual. Um, that's a good place to look for basic information. You know, stuff that you're wanting to learn about it, about your vehicle, how to use it, how to function with it. You know, and in, and also. You know, if you're looking for tips and what other people are experiencing with their particular make and model, you can look into some very well-respected uh, blogs and um, you know groups that are online. Uh, you know, if you're if you outside of your trusted technician and the person that you're dealing with to you know keep your vehicle up, you know, sources are out there. Um, you just can't go and Google and 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 take. Uh, I don't know what you're going to say. Well, you're taking partitions, right? What it is is it's yeah. partition. And um, I, we always mention this, guys, you guys listening, that fixing a car is not difficult. Uh, honestly, it's not fixing, right, nuts and bolts. It's finding out what's wrong. That's, oh, right. my goodness. That's the and then way, did exactly. we fix it? And a lot of that YouTube stuff shows you method. They may show you, but they don't show you the eight or ten outcomes that may occur to get you out of trouble. Look, nothing I've ever seen on or, YouTube and tried to duplicate has ever gone right. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> and the biggest thing what they don't tell you is that the tens and thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars in equipment you need to actually figure out that stuff to be. Yeah. And we're not knocking is, it. We're not knocking it. But also, yeah. also I mean, the but, fact that you're doing it for the first time ever and they've probably done it over and over and over to make the perfect video. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. I mean, yeah. you know, they got, they got a, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of myths. Uh, that that's that on the internet. It's you know, it's pervasive. Um, you got to go find a real deal like Humble Mechanic. Well, HumbleMechanic.com you know, um, for sure. And then please, right, Greg, sure. you've got a great YouTube channel. I love your channel. Yep. Give the folks, where can they find you on YouTube? Uh, sure, they can just go to YouTube.com, Buckley's Auto Care. Nice. And uh, they'll come right up there. And we've got over close to 300 videos that just tell you how, that, you know, as professionals, we get to the root of the problem and you know how we can solve it what we're going to do and we kind of touch upon you know how not to let it happen again so you right. know, try to be as 
uh, educational as possible and, yeah. and help the community out as, as best as possible. So I'm going to catch. Uh, I'm going to catch you and Jeff. We're headed to Detroit. We got a big yeah, telematics maybe. conference. I look forward to seeing you yeah. guys out in Detroit here Absolutely. in uh, less than a couple of weeks. So rock yep. on. Uh, Thank you. All right. Thanks, Buckley. Right. We'll talk to you next time. All right. I always love having the, Wrench the Buckley Clan. And wacky <laughs> news on wheels. Well, all right. Uh, there's some weird action going on. Um, this is really odd. An Alabama woman was praying the whole night about how she was going to handle her boyfriend's cheating episode. She, she just thought on it, and she <laughs> said, you know what? I've been guided, and so this woman was caught. You can catch this on autoblog.com. She was caught stomping her boyfriend's windshield in rage. And I got to tell you, stop the music. Oh, my goodness. You guys need to understand it's very difficult to stomp a windshield. How did she do this? Nobody knows, but maybe there were some drugs involved. Who knows? But if you get mad at your boyfriend, girlfriend. put some heels on. Please. And if it's cold out. Save your face. Watch out. <laughs> Don't mess with the windshield because that ain't good. So uh, that's from our friends at autoblog.com. And uh, every week we tell you guys this is our community. If you got any show ideas, get on to wrenchnation.tv. Uh, give us a review on iTunes. We'd love to have you give us a review and comments. And you can find us on Twitter, Wrench Nation, Facebook. And we love you guys. And as every week we always tell you, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.